and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, a big warm hello to our newest Coco Club members. That's you, Maggie, CJ and Georgie. Welcome. I've got a treat for you tonight. It's a clever twist on the familiar fairy tale about Cinderella and Coco the koala absolutely loves it. As you probably know, Cinders works extremely hard cooking, cleaning, and generally making sure everything is just perfect for her stepmother and stepsisters. In this story, as in the traditional telling, Cinderella still goes to an enchanted ball, but it is one organised by her kind-hearted stepmother and stepsisters as a way to thank Cinderella for all she does for them. Her magical fairy godmother helps Cinderella's family create the enchanted ball with extra magic coming from some very special pumpkins. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Lie back and relax. If that feels impossible, try breathing in and out slowly. Counting for two as you breathe in through your nose. And out for four as you breathe out. And again, breathing in. And out. Flap your hands and wiggle your feet if you're still a bit energetic, and then try again. Breathing in. And out. Meanwhile, I'm going to begin Cinderella and the Magical Pumpkin Ball by Gillian Rogerson. Once upon a time, in a land far away, there lived a young woman called Cinderella. She lived in a cosy cottage with her kind-hearted stepmother and stepsisters. The family loved each other very much and were the best of friends. They all had different chores to do, and it was Cinderella's job to look after the beautiful garden that surrounded the cosy cottage. She loved being amongst the plants and flowers and would often talk to them. And sometimes she would sing to them, too. Her joyful songs would drift through the open windows of the cottage and make her family smile. Cinderella's favourite plants were pumpkins. For some reason, she always thought they were magical. Maybe it was how quickly they grew or how their range of orange colours glowed in the light of the sun. She couldn't explain exactly why she thought they were magical. It was just something she felt in her heart. One sunny morning, Cinderella was in the garden, collecting some lavender flowers to make into scented pouches, when the postman arrived. He stopped to chat and admired the beautiful blooms and fragrant herbs that grew in abundance in every part of the garden. 
Cinderella thanked him and asked him about his family and friends. The postman broke into a huge smile and his eyes twinkled with joy. He said, Everyone is very happy this morning about the news from the castle on the hill. What news? Cinderella asked. Open this and you'll see. He gave her a cream envelope that was edged in gold. The envelope was addressed to Cinderella and her family. Cinderella gave the envelope a quizzical look. She told the postman she wouldn't be a moment. She moved over to an open window, popped her head through it and asked her family to join her in the garden. When they came out, she showed them the envelope. They were just as curious as Cinderella and asked her to open it. Cinderella carefully opened the envelope and took out a gold embossed card. It was an invitation an invitation to a ball that would be held at the castle that very evening. Cinderella and her family stared at the invitation in surprise. Their expressions quickly turned into ones of joy, and soon they were smiling as widely as the postman. The postman chuckled and said everyone in the village had been invited and they had put their household chores to one side so that they could get ready for the special event. Oh, we must get ready too, Cinderella's stepmother said. What shall I wear? I haven't been to a ball in many years, and I don't know if I've got anything suitable to wear. Cinderella's stepsisters wondered what they would wear too. And what about their shoes? They didn't have any dancing shoes, and surely there would be dancing at the ball. Cinderella gave her family a big reassuring smile and said she would help them to get ready, and she was certain they had the perfect outfit somewhere in their wardrobes. The postman gave them a cheery goodbye and said he would see them at the ball later on. With a chirpy whistle, he went on his way. Cinderella and her family went into their cottage, talking non-stop about the ball and how wonderful it would be. All of a sudden, Cinderella's stepmother let out a loud sneeze. She said, oh, do excuse me. I don't know where that came from. She pulled a cotton handkerchief from her pocket and politely dabbed her nose. A tissue, went one of Cinderella's stepsisters. A tissue, went the other. They said, do excuse us, and used their handkerchiefs to dab at their noses too. Cinderella gave them a concerned look and asked if they were feeling a little unwell. They immediately said, no, no, not at all, and that it was probably one of those surprise sneezes that come out of nowhere. Cinderella wasn't so sure, but she put her concerns to one side and helped her family choose the perfect outfits 
for the evening's festivities. She quickly fixed any repairs that needed doing on their outfits and added extra ribbons and bows to make the dresses even more beautiful. She found pairs of shoes tucked away at the back of wardrobes and with the addition of sparkling sequins, she transformed them into dancing shoes. But before Cinderella could find the perfect jewels for her family to wear, her stepmother and stepsisters let out a series of sneezes over and over again. They insisted they were fine. Cinderella wasn't convinced this time, and in a firm yet loving tone, she said, You are unwell and need to rest. You need to get into your pyjamas and into your beds. Her stepmother said, I do feel a little unwell and somewhat tired. Yes, perhaps you are right, Cinderella. We should get into our beds and rest. The stepsisters agreed and said they were starting to feel tired too. Cinderella's family said it would be a shame for them to all miss the ball. They insisted that Cinderella went to the ball and told her to have a wonderful time. Cinderella shook her head and said, Absolutely not. It wouldn't be any fun at all without you three there. How could I possibly dance if you're not by my side? Anyway, I would much rather be here looking after you three lovely people. And if I feel the need to dance tonight, I will simply twirl around the kitchen table. She smiled at her family. Her family thanked her warmly and said if she changed her mind, they would completely understand. I'm not going to change my mind, Cinderella replied with a kind smile. Now, get into your pyjamas and into your beds. I'll make some soup and bring it up to you. Her family thanked her again and made their way drowsily upstairs their sneezes mixing with their yawns. Cinderella went into the kitchen and quickly prepared some fresh vegetable soup with noodles. When it was ready, she poured it into three bowls, put them on a tray and took them upstairs. Her family ate the delicious soup gave the empty bowls back to Cinderella, and moments later, they fell fast asleep. Whilst her family slept, Cinderella quietly finished the household tasks that had been abandoned in the excitement of the ball. She kept listening out for her family, in case they needed anything from her. But thankfully, they slept through the rest of the day and right through the night. Early the next morning, Cinderella was woken up by the scent of freshly baked bread wafting up from the kitchen. 
she sat up in bed and heard the joyful sound of her stepsisters and stepmother singing from somewhere in the downstairs rooms. She smiled. They sounded so much better, and it appeared that a good night's sleep had done them the world of good. The door to her bedroom opened, and her family came in. Between them, they were holding a tray of breakfast food, a vase of freshly picked flowers, and a book that Cinderella had been reading in the garden the previous day. They told Cinderella they were feeling much better after a good sleep, and thanked her for looking after them and also finishing their chores. They insisted she stay in bed for a while and allow them to spoil her for a change. Cinderella's bed was so very soft and cosy, and she thought how pleasant it would be to linger there for a while. So she said, Thank you, I will do that. Her family gave her the delicious breakfast, the fragrant flowers, and the captivating book, and left her to her rest. Her family went downstairs and out into the garden. They sat down at the picnic table and talked about how Cinderella did so much for them and always put others before herself. Her stepmother said, We should do something special for her. Something she will remember forever. They thought and thought about what they could do. After a few minutes, one of the stepsisters announced, I've got an idea. Because Cinderella missed the ball last night, we should hold a ball here and invite everyone from the village. And from the castle on the hill, too. We could make it a surprise ball for Cinderella. The others said that was an excellent idea, but pointed out that their cottage wasn't large enough for such a big celebration. The family thought some more. After a few moments, the other stepsister said, If only there was someone who knew how to cast magic spells. We could ask them to change our cottage into a castle, just for one night. The stepmother let out a gasp of surprise and said, I've suddenly remembered something. There are magical beings who live in a forest behind the mountains. And I've heard that if you need their help, you only have to call out and one of them will appear. The stepsisters asked what those magical beings were called. The stepmother replied, They are called fairy godmothers. Shall I try calling out for one? Her daughters nodded in reply. The stepmother cleared her throat and said, <clears throat> Hello, 
I would like to speak to a fairy godmother, please. She crossed her fingers and smiled hopefully. The others crossed their fingers and smiled hopefully as well. A few seconds later, there was a flash of silver and a rosy-cheeked woman in a long green dress appeared in front of them. She was holding a green wand, topped with an emerald star. The kind twinkle in her eyes matched the twinkle of the emerald. She gave them a big smile and said, Hello there, I'm a fairy godmother. Did someone call out for me? Cinderella's stepmother said, Hello, uh, yes, we did call out for you. We would like some help, please, if you have time. The fairy godmother said she had plenty of time and asked what they would like help with. The stepmother told the fairy godmother about Cinderella and all she did for the family and the people of the village too. Then she explained about the ball and how Cinderella had missed it because she was taking care of them. The fairy godmother smiled as she listened. When the stepmother told her how they would like to throw a surprise ball for Cinderella and invite everyone, the fairy godmother nodded and said she could easily do that and it wouldn't take much magic at all. Really? Cinderella's family said. Really? The fairy godmother said. And I can make a start straight away. Would it be okay if I used some of those pumpkins at the far side of your garden? I can sense a magical glow coming from them. I suspect they have a certain amount of enchantment in them. Her words about the pumpkins made the family smile. And they told the fairy godmother how Cinderella always insisted that the pumpkins were magical somehow. The fairy godmother nodded and said Cinderella was right about the pumpkin magic. She asked where Cinderella was at the moment. When the family said she was resting inside the cottage, the fairy godmother asked if they could take her out somewhere while she performed her magic on their cottage. Certainly, the stepmother replied. We'll take her on a picnic in the forest. She loves going on picnics. The fairy godmother hid from sight whilst the family quickly prepared a picnic and then collected Cinderella, who was delighted to be going on a surprise picnic. Once the family had headed into the forest, the fairy godmother got to work. She stood in front of the cottage, closed her eyes and took a deep breath. She imagined a beautiful castle surrounded by elegant gardens. She smiled softly as the image grew more clearly in her mind. She opened her eyes and in one swift, graceful motion, 
she waved her wand over the cottage. Sparks of silver light glimmered in the air and floated towards the little building. Moments later, the straw roof of the cottage transformed into glistening golden roof tiles that shimmered in the sunlight. The wooden walls expanded and rearranged themselves into majestic stone walls. Tall, elegant windows appeared, surrounded by ornate stone carvings. The magical transformation continued and the simple door of the cottage changed into a grand double door made of gleaming mahogany wood. Turrets and towers rose from the corners of the castle and made the building look even more impressive. The surrounding gardens changed next and were transformed into sweeping lawns of neatly trimmed grass elegant water features and lines of winding cobblestone paths. The flower beds now bloomed with fragrant roses in every colour imaginable, and rows of hedges appeared, each one adorned with twinkling fairy lights. The fairy godmother looked at the orange pumpkins and left them just as they were. She moved closer to them, and once again, she felt the magic coming from within them. She smiled softly and said, Okay, pumpkins, show me what you can do. Shimmering silver sparks rose from the pumpkins, and they began to slowly change shape. The fairy godmother watched in wonder as the orange fruit transformed themselves into a fleet of spectacular orange carriages on silver wheels, perfect for transporting party guests. The magical pumpkins twinkled brightly and the fairy godmother gave them a nod of thanks. She waved her wand again, and dozens and dozens of gold-embossed invitations appeared before her. She asked them to fly to the homes of Cinderella's friends and neighbours. She looked at the waiting pumpkin carriages and asked them to pick an invitation to follow and then collect the party guests once they were ready and bring them to the new castle. The pumpkins didn't move. Oh, goodness, the fairy godmother chuckled. You don't have anyone to drive you. Let me sort that out. As well as needing someone to drive the carriages, she knew other help would be needed at the ball. She called out to the small animals in the garden and asked if anyone would like to help her with Cinderella's surprise ball. 
Groups of mice, rabbits, hedgehogs and birds emerged from many places around the garden and said they would love to help. Their voices were filled with enthusiasm. The fairy godmother asked for their permission before transforming the kind animals into the perfect helpers for the ball. With a gentle wave of her wand, the mice changed into skilled drivers, wearing smart uniforms and matching hats. They jogged over to the pumpkin carriages and jumped into the driver's seats. Each pumpkin then set off in a different direction, somehow knowing how to follow the flight path of the invitations that had been sent out minutes earlier. The rabbits became waiters, clad in crisp white shirts and black waistcoats. Each wore a bow tie, adding a touch of sophistication to their appearance. The hedgehogs became members of an orchestra, wearing elegant tailcoats. Each held a gleaming instrument, from violins and cellos to trumpets and flutes. Lastly, the birds turned into talented singers, with songbooks tucked beneath their wings. The fairy godmother led the transformed animals through the castle doors and into the beautiful ballroom. The windows of the huge room were adorned with silver curtains and crystal chandeliers hung from the ceiling. Cream-coloured wallpaper lined the walls and added an extra touch of elegance. To one side of the room, were lines of tables and chairs. A delicious array of food filled the tables, including delicious cucumber sandwiches, apple pies, and huge chocolate cakes. On the other side of the room was a large dance floor. The animals took up their positions around the room and waited for the first guests to arrive. The fairy godmother slowly turned around and took in every detail. She was satisfied that everything was in place. All that was needed now were the party guests and, of course, Cinderella and her family. While the amazing transformation was taking place, Cinderella was sitting with her family and enjoying a delightful picnic. Just as they were finishing their meal, a gentle breeze rustled the leaves below and a glimmering invitation floated down from the sky. It landed gracefully in Cinderella's lap its golden edges sparkling brightly. Cinderella gave it a curious look and unfolded it. When she read the words of the invitation, she showed it to her sisters and said, This is very peculiar. 
We are invited to another ball, but this one is taking place at our cottage. Her family smiled warmly at Cinderella and explained how they had summoned a fairy godmother to help them organize a surprise ball at their home. Why, how wonderful, Cinderella said. Who is the surprise ball for? For you, her family replied. To say thank you for all you do, not just for us, but for everyone in the village too. Cinderella's heart filled with warmth and gratitude for her thoughtful family. Before she got the chance to thank them, a carriage in the shape of a pumpkin drove slowly towards them. She was too surprised to speak. She was even more surprised when she spotted a tiny mouse driving the carriage. The mouse said hello and asked them to get into the carriage so he could drive them back home. The picnic items were quickly packed away and the family climbed into the pumpkins. Cinderella ran her hand gently over the inside of the pumpkin and wondered if it might, perhaps, be one of hers. The mouse drove them towards their home, but it didn't look at all like the cosy cottage they had left behind earlier. Cinderella and her family stared at the magnificent castle in utter astonishment. They looked at the amazing gardens, and their astonishment grew even more. The mouse brought the carriage to a stop outside the castle doors and said the fairy godmother was in the ballroom inside. Cinderella and her family climbed out of the carriage and went into the castle. They couldn't believe how their little cosy cottage had been changed into such a beautiful building. They walked into the ballroom and over to the fairy godmother, who was testing out the dance floor and shimmying across it. She saw the family and stopped dancing. She flew over to them and gave Cinderella a warm smile. Cinderella said, Thank you so very much for, well, for everything. This is amazing, totally amazing. The fairy godmother chuckled and said it was her pleasure. Although I have to admit that the pumpkins transform themselves into carriages because they have so much magic inside them. Cinderella laughed lightly and said, I knew it. I just knew it. The fairy godmother told them about the invitation she had sent out and how a fleet of pumpkin carriages had followed those invites and would transport the guests both to and from the castle. 
the fairy godmother said. This castle will turn back into your cottage at midnight, but you have plenty of time until then. There is one more thing I need to do before your guests arrive. With your permission, of course, would you like me to create some evening gowns and glass slippers for you all? Cinderella and her family readily agreed. With a gentle wave of her wand, the fairy godmother transformed the family's daydresses into stunning silk gowns adorned with sparkling jewels. Upon their feet, she gave them exquisite glass slippers that were somehow as soft and comfortable as velvet. Moments later, the first party guests started to arrive at the castle. Their eyes were wide in astonishment at the incredible transformation. Each guest was warmly greeted and told to make themselves at home and to enjoy the party. Soon the ballroom was abuzz with happy chatter and joyful laughter. The rabbit waiters held silver platters aloft as they hopped from one guest to another, offering them food and drink. The hedgehog orchestra started to play, and the beautiful songbirds filled the room with their harmonious melodies. Cinderella and her family walked amongst the guests and made sure everyone was happy and had everything they needed. Later on, Cinderella and her family took to the dance floor and had a wonderful time spinning and twirling around the polished wood. Cinderella had a wonderful time and couldn't stop smiling. The hours flew by in a whirl of music, laughter and joy. As midnight approached, the tired guests said their goodbyes and expressed their gratitude for the magical evening. With warm embraces and heartfelt thanks, they climbed into their pumpkin carriages and were taken home. Cinderella and her family stepped outside just as the clock began to chime midnight. They watched hand in hand as the castle and its magnificent gardens changed back into their beloved cosy cottage and garden. The pumpkins reappeared at the edge of the garden as if they had never left. The family's elegant gowns and exquisite glass slippers vanished too, and they were back in their day dresses and shoes. When the transformation was complete, the family went inside and into the wonderful familiarity of their cosy cottage. 
they hugged each other goodnight, and Cinderella thanked them again for such a magical evening. It was one she would never, ever forget. Her family said they would never forget it either. Cinderella went into her room and over to her wardrobe to collect her nightdress. When she opened the doors, she was surprised and delighted to see her ball gown and slippers inside. She whispered a quiet, Thank you, fairy godmother. Minutes later, she settled down in her soft, comfy bed and closed her eyes. The enchantment of the magical evening filled her heart with love and gratitude. She smiled softly and drifted into a deep, deep sleep.